0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and very excited to share with you today Stacy Mack, who's calling in from Hanover, Pennsylvania. Stacy Mack is the president and CEO of Advantage Lifts, a company he has owned for five years. Based in Hanover, the company is a direct to consumer sales and marketing company that sells services and installs branded private labeled lifts, something all us automotive enthusiasts want to have in our garage they offer car lifts for the biggest names in auto lift manufacturing including advantage bend pack challenger launch nows rotary and more stacy's past position was that of president of automotive lift services a highly successful lift service company that installed and serviced auto lifts in car dealerships tire shops service centers and other areas where autos and trucks were being lifted to allow service work to be performed his career includes sales and marketing, leadership work in sports and health products, as well as wholesale foods. We'll be back in a minute to talk with Stacy, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make Cars yeah, possible, so sit tight. When it comes to your vehicles, things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finish of your vehicles, both inside and out. Like that bird on the branch up above your car. I'm not worried though because I've used Covercraft products on my ride since 1975. That's right, since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution for vehicle protection. They make the best fitting, finest made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, whether your car is inside or outside. Plus, they keep your car cool when it's parked in the sun. Live where it's really sunny all the time? Lucky. Covercraft covers and sunscreens are the best. If you've got pets, messy kids, messy in-laws, just plain messy friends, Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new. They're easy on, easy off, and they're easy to wash too. And don't forget Covercraft's custom fit floor mats and trunk liners. Plus, they're very handy seatback organizers. They are must-haves for all your vehicles. Your car, your truck, your van, or whatever you drive will say thank you. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH120, that's yeah H One at Covercraft.com, you can get 10% off your Covercraft order. Just go to Covercraft.com, check out all the products they have to protect your vehicles, use the code YEAH120 at checkout, and get that 10% discount. That's Covercraft.com and use yaw yeah 120 at checkout. Covercraft, they've got you covered. So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years? With over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans, Racer, and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, founded Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series. These are four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends, titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Apex. It's a rich and complex blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, and Cabernet Franc. This blend is a showcase of perfection and hits the apex with its full-bodied smooth finish. An added, very cool option is the label. It's a multi-dimensional rumble strip apex, reminiscent of Turn 4 at Laguna Seca. The racing series is a spectacular gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code yeah, all one word and all caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the racing series your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly use the code cars at checkout for ten dollars off your purchase today there's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code cars <laughs> cheers hey stacy welcome to cars yeah are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride
1: Absolutely.
0: We'll have some fun today. You know, before we jump into things here, before we get elevated, since you're in the lift business, I know that's a bad pun, but I had to toss it in there. Would you share one little thing that most people may not know about you?
1: I am uh, a constant... uh Learner. Constant uh, trying to learn something new. And I, I spend half of my uh, leisure time uh, seeking out new information and, and just general learning. So kind of a nerd in that way and actually enjoy that uh, as much as movies, but uh, enjoy that uh, slightly more.
0: Well, that Kaizen concept of always sharpening the saw, never ending learning, I think is an absolutely brilliant thing. I have friends who are physicians and, you know, in that field, you have to be learning all the time because they're always innovative, always learning things. And I have a good friend who's a retired neurosurgeon and he said, yeah, I've been in school my whole life, 69 years. So uh, I think it's a good thing. And today there's so many ways to learn that uh, there's no excuse for it. I mean, there's just all sorts of opportunities out there. Well, let's start this journey about your life with a success quote or a mantra. Some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way, as I say, to get the inspirational wheels turning here on Cars. Yeah. So, Stacy, grab the wheel. Yeah.
1: Well, I would say for the last uh, two businesses here that we've owned and still operate, Advantage Lifts and Automotive Lift Service, we kind of have this mantra of uh, exceed the customer's expectations. And uh, we teach that at every training with our technicians, with our salespeople. If we err in any way, we err in the way of the consumer. Uh, So exceed that customer's expectations. And and, uh, we try to do things, uh, you know, not in an obvious way, but things differently than what we know the other guys do that we can, you know, show that to the the consumer without telling them about it.
0: Yeah, that extra bit of service. I worked in a place where we had lifts, and I remember the technician who came in and installed it spent quite a bit of time with us, and we always made sure that whoever used that lift knew what to do, what not to do, how to use it, and how to be safe, and also the installation of those lifts that need to be done right. So let's talk more about your business, what you guys do, what you provide, and and why it is so important to make sure that if you're going to buy a lift, if you're fortunate enough to have one in your garage, boy, I wish I had one in my garage. I may need to talk to you when we're done here. <laughs> um, uh, what you need to know and why it's important to get a lift and uh, talk to people that know what they're doing with these things. So take it away.
1: Sure. Well, the you know, the difference between us and a lot of lift companies out there, we do more than just buying a lift and resell it. Our Advantage lift line is actually designed and manufactured by us. Now, we do import the lift, but we design and spec out every screw, every nut. Every grade of steel into that lift. So one of the things, and kind of back to us saying exceeding our expe- our customers' expectations. Our lifts, our cables on our lifts are big enough for a thirty thousand pound lift, but uh, the capacity is rated at nine thousand pounds. So we've done things like that. We've overbuilt the lift to make sure that uh, you know it will hold that vehicle on there. We have people putting three million, five million dollar vehicles and collecting Cars on these lifts, and uh, our design is uh, much uh, beefier, sturdier, and you know, the, c- the customer can feel very comfortable in putting that type of value on the lift.
0: So let me ask you this, Stacey, if I came to you and I wanted to purchase a lift, what is some of the common things that people ask about? What are some common things people are concerned about when it comes to putting a lift, let's say in their home? I know in a business environment, it's very different. Companies are used to that. It's a whole different world. But for an individual like myself or our listeners who would love to have a lift in their garage to be able to play with their cars, service their cars and so forth, what are some of the common questions and thoughts that people should consider?
1: Probably the number one question that people ask are, well, will that fit in my garage? Well, number one, if the car is in the garage lengthwise, the lift is about the same length. So lengthwise, if a vehicle fits in there, it will fit in there. But the common question, well... What about stacking cars in there? How will that work? Well we, we provide online and then on, in uh, you know over conversations over the phone, a method of just measuring the cars from the ground to the ceiling of the, or the top of the car, and you add those two vehicles together, allow another six inches for the platform of the lift and uh, raise height, and that will tell you the minimum height you need to uh, allow those two cars to to, uh, stack in there. Two Corvettes, you need less than nine feet, you know, just barely less than nine feet. That surprises a lot of people uh, because then they're talking, well, wait a minute, I think I have 10. I always thought I needed 14. But, you know, it's really the height of the cars that determine what if you could put a lift in those two vehicles on, on that lift.
0: Now, what about the concept of the base? Because some people's garage, especially older ones, that concrete thickness is not very thick. And I've heard that you need to have a certain amount of thickness underneath there. I'd imagine if it wasn't thick enough, they could cut a hole, pour some concrete in there to support that. Is that something that you need to consider as well? Sure.
1: Uh, you can consider that. Now, we have two types of lifts. You know, We have the two-post lift where you would be picking up at a car. A lot of two-post lifts are more for the wrench-turner type people that they're working on the car and the wheels hang free under it. With that, four and a half inches minimum. If you don't have the, the base there, we would recommend cutting four by four squares, kind of mushroom under the the other outside pad and pour eight to 10 inches thick. Now we've designed the advantage lift 4 post lift, which you can work on or store the car on to not need anchoring. So it just rests on top of the concrete. And the biggest reason we did that is uh, where we designed this at in in Minnesota and we're selling it in these Northern States. A lot of people have heat in the floor. Mm. So, It's hard to drill into a floor with those uh, pipes running through. You don't want to
0: do that. Yeah, you have an automatic drinking fountain of warm water (laughs) in your garage, which would be a bad thing. I know there's a a lift. I was in a a really cool detailing shop up north of here, and they had a lift that actually went down into the ground. Not the post type that you see in the old-fashioned garages you know, with the cylinder, but the whole lift kind of went flush into the ground, and then it almost like a scissor lift, and then lifted the car. The wheels still hung free, so you could pull the wheels, uh, service the vehicle, or do whatever you want to do you have those kind of lifts as well? Sure. Yeah,
1: and that's uh through a third party. We provide those lifts, but uh, that's a common, it's called flush mount. And that same lift can be resting on top of the surface or cut into the floor or, you know, during design process, you know, when you're building to think ahead and, and design and, and put that in. Very nice lift. Uh, it's uh, easy to drive over and it's hidden. It's out of the way. It's easy to use.
0: That's what I loved about it, because if you don't have a lot of space on the sides, if you have those columns, they do eat up some space And that type of a lift. I had not seen that before. I just always see the column style and use those styles. I looked at that thing. I went, that is what I'd like to have in my garage. Now, obviously, in a home that's already built, I'd have to cut a trough, I guess, if you will, and sink that down in the ground. But if you love to wrench on your car and use something like that, that would be a dream. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: less expensive to go above ground, you know, but, uh, you know, once you get into the concrete work, uh, sometimes that would cost as much as a lift to do. But if that's uh, your desire in the beginning, if you're building, it's much easier to do it then. Yeah, there's a couple of models. Uh, ben Pack has a model that we use for that and recommend, and we've even put that in dealerships uh, where they're doing uh, diagnostic work and they want a small lift to uh, lift with. Typically 7,000 pound capacity, decent lift for the money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seems pretty cool. Let me ask you this. What's one of the favorite things about what you do in this business? You've been in this in the, this one particular business that you own for five years now. You've been in the industry for a long time. So what's your favorite thing about what you do every day?
1: Well, the neat thing is our lift is uh, at the upper end of the lift market. So it's not some cheap thing that we're just slapping a label on reselling. It's actually, if you shop and compare, it's uh, the best quality out there. One of the things we do is market to, uh, you know, the segment of the population that can afford to buy that. Uh, so we attend the Barrett-Jackson events, the Mecham events, a lot of uh, auctions, and the people that I meet are incredible. That is The best part of it. I enjoy that better than the lift business itself. (laughs) You know, it's just incredible the people you meet and, you know, some of the friends uh, that you meet. And recently, and you may bring this up, but in the last uh, four years, we've been uh, talking with uh, Wayne Carini uh, actually uh struck a deal with him where we're supplying lifts in his showroom and his uh and in uh his uh, different buildings that he has so and um you know I don't know if I can call him a friend or not but he knows my name and when he sees me he says hello and you know we've gone out to dinner uh, but uh, just fascinating some of the people we meet you know even beyond kind of the stars of the of the industry
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, I can tell you this. You can call Wayne, your friend, and a shout out to Wayne. He says he listens to uh carja here in the mornings when he's on his bike exercising. So, hope you're doing well today, Wayne. He's such a great guy. I got to know him a while back. He's been a guest on my show. In fact, I need to bring him back on because it's been a little while, and uh, I see him at a lot of the car events that I attend. Uh, he's such a nice guy, and I always tell people that have never met him, he is what you see. He's a, the genuine, real deal. He's just a really nice person and And for those listeners that didn't hear my show with him, you can go back and find it on the CarJet website. So he's a great ambassador for your brand, for sure.
1: So you did a great,
0: great job there. Well, I always like to ask my guests about a big challenge or a big failure they have faced along the way. Something that kind of set you back a little bit, but more importantly, what was that lesson learned so you could move forward in a positive way? But before we jump into that story, I'd like to ask you, how are you guys and your business doing with this pandemic that we're dealing with? Um, How has it affected you? What are some challenges that you've worked through with what we're all having to deal with here so that you can still operate and still be positive? And is everybody in your family and business healthy?
1: Everybody's healthy. So that's number one. That's uh, the most important part. Our business was an essential business because our commercial side of our business, we service dealerships and uh, small shops and and they were able to be open uh, in Pennsylvania and in the other neighboring states. So we were able to uh, still do a lot of that work. Uh, Not to the full extent that we were doing. So we're down in business a little bit. And then we made a choice not to uh, hold back. We decided to hold back on the commercial, I'm sorry, the residential installs. Mm -hmm. So we decided to avoid that type of thing. And we're just now getting back out to to do those, uh, so um, yeah, a little bit of a setback, but um, you know, nothing uh, major. I I just uh, feel bad. There's some small businesses out there that will not reopen. You know, I know, and you know, you wanted to talk about one of the challenges we had, and and that that was it. You know, when we first bought automotive lift service uh, several years ago, we had one employee, my wife and I worked together and we wore many hats. And uh, as we hired people on, there would be Fridays, I'd be Thursdays and Fridays, I'd be calling customers, uh, you know. Chasing money, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to pay payroll, and and we bootstrapped, and uh, really, uh, you know, got by. And every, uh, you know, every month you have a certain payment, and every every payroll you have a certain payment. Uh, and um, you know, we we went without a, a payroll for a year. My wife and I did. And at the end of the day, today. You know, when we have a little bit of uh, luxury and uh, a little bit of, you know, we're uh, just a hundred times business of what we did then we still today look at those expenses I look at every expense I talk about every expense going on and I think that's you know if you don't go through that you don't appreciate it as much and then maybe you don't watch every dime that you spend later on uh, I think it's a valuable lesson and I worked in the corporate world when I got out of college and I didn't have to worry about payroll and I didn't have to you know I thought I knew everything about business but then you know when I finally jumped in myself you you realize uh boy, that's it's a serious matter. You got, you got to find a way to do it. It was a great experience. Even as you grow, even if you're doing, uh, you know, millions of dollars in business, uh, you still worry about cash flow a little bit, but I don't have to worry about payroll every two weeks. Yeah. We can cover that with these, but you still worry about the big picture things. You know, now you may have three or five million dollars in inventory, you know, and it's big for us. You know, it's not a hundred million dollar company, but it's big for us. And, you know, just managing all those pieces, uh, is a challenge, but, um, we love it, uh, we love the freedom with it. Uh we don't take as many vacations as we used to, but <laughs> yeah. I mean we could, but uh we're just kind of tied to uh, you know a lot of uh, business related travel if anything. Yeah, but uh kind of it, it was a good lesson uh in the beginning there bootstrapping.
0: It's a great it's lesson. Great. Yeah, congratulations on what you and your your wife and your team there have pulled off. Uh it's a lot of work, that's for sure. I understand. Did, done that for years. We're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors here. But we'll be right back to talk more with Stacy about his passion for cars. So sit tight. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah! If you use the checkout code CARSYEAH, You'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. kind of personal story you have and passion with cars, Uh, maybe a moment that instigated a passion that you have for automobiles and being in this industry. Uh, Tell us a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a car guy.
1: Well, you know, I think it's uh, in my youth, I was 16 or 17, and I saw a guy drive by in a, a TR7, and I thought that is cool. looking, <laughs> and, Yeah. And I had always, uh, you know, looked at Corvettes and, you know, different type of, I grew up in Iowa. Uh, so there wasn't a, a lot of vehicles around, but one that stuck it sticks in my mind is there was a fellow in town that, uh, bought, uh, one of the, uh, back to the future cars. DeLorean. The, yeah. So yeah. he had a DeLorean <laughs> and he drove through town with that. And, and I just thought, uh, you know, someday I'm going to have something, Cool like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I worked on cars from the beginning. Uh, my first car, a '74 Chevelle. Uh, you know, my mom and dad uh, uh, somewhat gave it to me, but. It needed a new transmission. I had to do it myself, and I learned a lot along the way. Uh, and uh, that car, I literally had to dump oil in it when it would start making a noise. That was the indicator. I really didn't use the dipstick at all. I just kind of <laughs> knew, knew by feel. Oil by feel. ear,
0: they call that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really worked nice. And it was, But that... Uh, you know, it was a rolling project, I guess, constantly working on it. Uh, but I always had a passion for cars, maybe because I had junk cars in the beginning and I, and I looked at everybody else's. So I really haven't, um, you know, my journey in business, I haven't really bought that dream car yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do that at some point, but I I want to feel like I deserve it. <laughs> and I have quite a, it's almost like that uh, little car in the background there it has the same emblem as that one that the small red oh one behind, behind me you. yeah I've yeah. got a
0: for you you listeners there that don't see we're on skype here and I've got a little red pedal car behind me with a, a Ferrari sticker on it it's a little car I got for my kids when they were young and they're all grown up now so I've kind of kept it maybe if I'm blessed with grandchildren someday I'll uh, give it to one of them yeah. but uh, yeah I've got a little Ferrari sticker it's far from a Ferrari it's an old garden I think or something like that so <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the Cadillac well, that I had as a little kid that my mom got for me for my uncle. I think it was a yellow Cadillac. It looked like an old Cadillac from the fifties. So
1: oh wow, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I had one like the one that's back there uh-huh. uh, when I was a child, and today I realize it was pretty cool. But <laughs> back then I just took it as hey, that's it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, so I've always had this passion for cars. Uh, I did buy a '68 uh, Mustang. Oh, I was probably uh, early 20s. And uh, back then, you know, paid $500 for it, just drove the heck out of it. And uh, the thing just, uh, it, it was in kind of a neat car, it had a little accident in it, and sold it for $600 back then. <laughs> oh, you know? Hey,
0: you made 100 bucks. That's a good deal. Yeah, I
1: made 100 bucks and drove the heck out of it. And then uh, recently, my son and I started a project. First off, he's a millennial, so uh, just he'll turn twenty-one next month. Uh-huh. So uh, we just got him a uh, seventy-two Mustang, and the only reason we got it—it's an ugly car. I call it a ten-ten car, ten feet away, ten, 10 feet. miles an hour. <laughs> it's not bad looking, but three three-speed. Uh, I wanted to teach him how to drive a stick shift. So yeah. I'm actually a little more joy of uh, getting him involved in it than uh, myself right oh, now. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really uh, have had fun with that, helping him with that. And he's done a few things. And, um, and then we're working on an 87 uh, Jaguar right now.
0: What kind of Jaguar?
1: It's an XJ6, just doing a resto mod on it. And uh, we attend all of the good guy events and auctions, and I just don't see the Jaguars out there. And I just thought uh, it'd be something neat to do. So that's what we're working on now. Just kind of having fun with taking our time on it. And we just see, you know, Jaguars are notorious wiring and... Yep, yep. Problems. So we just ripped all that out and uh, rewired the thing. And so that's kind of the stage we're in. No engine, rewired, and uh, wires hanging out at every orifice <laughs> on the car. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, we're a few months out before the thing gets done, but having a little fun.
0: Sounds like fun. Yeah, I do a second podcast here called Buy, Sell, Hold with Keith Martin, the publisher of Sports Car Market Magazine. It comes out every Tuesday, and he just bought a Jaguar XKE Coupe. Um, As our listeners know, he had a stroke last year, and he's recovered nicely from that, but still has a bit of a challenge with his left leg. So he's been buying a couple older automatic cars, so he can still enjoy driving old cars. He bought a 122 Volvo, and he just bought this beautiful Primrose. I think it's Primrose. I might be wrong. It's a yellow color, an XKE Coupe, so... uh, he's he's going to get into the well he had alphas so he's used to cars that maybe don't run all the time right (laughs) sorry keith but that's the way alphas are jaguars are the same well (laughs) i always ask my guests about first special car you talked about some cars there a 74 chevelle 68 mustang and of course this 87 xj6 is there another vehicle that was a first special vehicle for you
1: no probably that 68 mustang was a special Uh one for me it was a lot of fun and it was a right age and you know i was the right age at the time and i'll probably get another one eventually but uh you know right i have a friend that has a uh 68 shelby uh oh, that nice. uh, G- gt 500 that uh, i could get it at some point uh, we'll we'll see
0: well i had a 66 fastback mustang that was a clone of a gt350 shelby okay. mustang i drove it to work every day it was really nicely done and i uh, really enjoyed that car. there's something about those old mustangs i i couldn't get gas where it wouldn't last 30 40 minutes people would come over and start talking everybody has a mustang story let me ask you a bit of an introspective question here stacy if you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle on one of your lifts in a garage somewhere this isn't what you want to be it's how you perceive yourself manifest as a vehicle what would stacy be and why
1: well, that's, it's a tough question. I'd love to give you the exotic answer. Well, we all
0: but would, but maybe we're not all exotics, but you could yeah. be. I won't well, put words in your uh, mouth.
1: <laughs> I think it's uh, between two vehicles uh, right now. Is I have these F650 rollback trucks uh-huh. that we use for business, but uh, we also uh, have a 2019 uh, Honda Pilot. Probably simple, conservative, but yet a little bit, you know, luxury drive is where I would see myself right
0: now. All right. Fair enough. Good answer. All right. We're ending what I call the last laugh. A little bit of a lightning round here. I'm going to fire off some questions, get some quick responses from you. Uh, So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your successes over the years? Constant learning. There you go. What you mentioned at the beginning. How about if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone? In the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be?
1: Uh, Probably Carol Shelby you know i'm fascinated by his story and where but it would be interesting to have enzo ferrari in the same room oh
0: my gosh (laughs) (laughs) two powerful personalities yeah Yeah, who knows what we would end up with oh my gosh especially when you get back into the ferrari and ford wars you might end up with a a fight going on there so uh we'll see i I would pick carol to win that fight i think (laughs)
1: absolutely he was a
0: scrapper how about the best automotive advice someone else has ever given you
1: uh, one that comes to mind with classic cars is, uh, there's two types of cars out there. Those that leak and those that are getting ready to leak.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have not heard that before, but that's <laughs> ac- pretty darn accurate. Yeah. Well, you do have a Jaguar, so yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Probably leak <laughs> a little bit. So how about a resource? Is there one out there that's a go-to for you? You'd like to share. You know what?
1: Uh, I'm everywhere, uh, on the internet. So, uh, I do a lot of uh, Kindle books, and uh, oh, you yeah. know, when you're a member of Prime, you get some of those books free. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it, I do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to toss a great resource in here. It would be Advantage Lifts. If you need a lift for your garage, that's the place to go. So I'm going to do a plug for you here. Uh, Well-deserved, by the way. Well, you mentioned books and enjoying Kindle books. My wife does the same thing, a lot of audio books. Uh, Is there one book in general you might like to share?
1: Well, I just for business, I... I always uh, young young people that are you know working with us or just starting in management i always recommend uh how to win friends and influence people and it's such a dorky title but it, i had it on my shelf for 4 or 5 years before i Pulled it off and read it years ago, and I said, "What did I wait for?" Absolutely, I've made so many mistakes in negotiating or you know managing or talking to people that in that book really uh, you know kind of set me straight. Enjoying, uh, I'm working on uh, this uh, book right now because I watched the Ford versus Ferrari movie. Uh, the The book uh, go like hell, and oh. it's b- the basis of that uh, movie, and it's pretty interesting. It has a little more background than just the movie itself.
0: Absolutely. Well, of course, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by the great Dale Carnegie, that's a a go-to. I think they should give that. In fact, I gave copies to my kids when they went off to college. All of his principles apply in business and in life. Uh, go Like Hell, of course, is by A.J. Baim, and uh, he's a past guest here twice on Cars yeah, so if you guys missed that, his book is the second most recommended book, right behind Garstein's The Art of Racing in the Rain. So uh, you can go to Cars yeah, you can find all my inspiring automotive enthusiast books listed under Guest uh recommended books under the resources file. There's over sixteen hundred books listed there, including these two. So check it out. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, Stacey, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today I'm gonna buy you any collector car you'd like. That collector car you've always wanted, I'm gonna buy it for you. I'm gonna park it on one of your lifts in your garage so you can Keep it up high or work it on it or roll the car out. But there are a couple rules to my game since I'm writing the check. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or fund your business. Uh, you have to drive it and enjoy it. So pick something that ticks all the boxes. But here's the kicker. It's the only one collector car you can have. So it needs to be quite special. So what can I buy you today?
1: It's going to have to be that uh, 68 uh, Ford Shelby GT500. So I would drive it to work. Maybe not in the wintertime, but uh, I would drive it to work.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that'd be cool. What color would you like yours to be?
1: Uh, Blue. Blue Blue. black interior.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'll get to work. That should be too hard to find. Uh, (laughs) They're a little pricey, but that's okay for you. Price is not a matter of the problem here. So I'll get to work and see if I can find you one of those. Uh, yeah, that'd be a fun car to drive to work every day for sure. Stacey, you've taken us on a great ride today. This has been great getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars yeah audience. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that beautiful 68 GT500?
1: Well, I thought you were going to ask me uh, what our website was and that type of thing. Oh, we'll get there in just a minute. Don't worry. I think uh, enjoy life more in the moment. And sometimes I don't do that. And I guess I've been looking around lately saying... I'm enjoying this time. Yeah, my children are home from college right now uh, uh, for the summer, and I've uh, been uh, extended home because of the early dismissals. And uh, they're finishing up. Actually, uh, my my son's finishing up a final today at home. But uh, I've enjoyed it, even though they're messy. Even though they don't pick up their shoes, even though they make a mess in the kitchen, I've just kind of bit my tongue and enjoyed it, knowing that it's not going to be there forever. So enjoy the moment a little more.
0: Yeah, it's really uh, words of wisdom. And you know, my children have long since graduated from college and gone on to their lives and moved to different cities. And I have to tell you, Stacey, I walk down the hall every night and look into those two empty bedrooms with a little bit of a lump in my throat and a tear in my eye. So uh, yeah, enjoy this time and uh, just ignore the clothes on the floor or, hey, mom, can you do my laundry? Because these times are fleeting for sure. Enjoy the moment. Great advice. So that next question, of course, how do people learn more about you and Advantage Lifts? Where do they find you guys?
1: AdvantageLifts.com and uh, we're on Facebook we're on Instagram we're on all of this fancy stuff out there and uh, we're available if you want to talk with me, me personally look at AdvantageLifts.com go to the contact us page I'm on there my email uh, our phone number uh, I, I do take calls and uh, I do accept emails emails best sometimes I do travel a little bit to events and uh, we are busy uh, so uh, reach out we're definitely we can answer any questions for
0: you when I can tell you Stacy's telling the truth because uh, I saw their PR firm had sent out a notice about their affiliation with Wayne, and uh, I contacted them, I think it was two days ago, and here we are recording a show, so uh, here's a guy who walks his talk, so if you want to reach out to Stacy or anyone in the company, or if you have any interest in putting a lift in your garage, this is a company to go to, Uh, I tell you, I've had lifts, I wish I had one now, maybe I need to get one, Uh, they change your life when it comes to playing with cars, even if you're just a guy who likes to clean his cars, it just makes things so much easier, so check out AdvantageLifts.com. Stacy, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your stories with us. Stay healthy, stay safe. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up.